a seven-course meal, but that's kind of what we're giving you today. <clears throat> You're hearing from so many people, and it's a privilege to be... Oh, I'm actually not going to use these things. <laughs> Thank you, though. <laughs> Thanks for help. He's so helpful. I'm going to take that platform, though, the one that you put away. <laughs> oh, where is it? It's somewhere back here. Oh, oh, it's over here. Okay, great. Awesome. Hey, all right. <clears throat> Kids, great job singing. Give them a round of applause again. Awesome job. Some of us wish we had voices as good as yours. Man, keep it going. We love hearing you, and we are blessed by you tremendously. Um, Today, I'm going to try and keep it short and sweet. I know you guys have heard a lot, but we can't help but crack open the Bible and communicate to you guys what this time of year is all about. My name is Jimmy. I am the youth leader here. I give, I'm privileged to work with the junior high and high school. Occasionally I get to see you guys. That's typically around VBS in summertime, so I'm looking forward to that again. But it is such a privilege to be here with you guys today. Um, Today we're going to be talking about something very simple. I wanted to keep it relevant for everybody today. (laughs) So I was trying to figure out how to do that. And so we're going to be talking about one word. (laughs) One word. It's actually very special to me. And I'm going to go ahead and assume that it's very special to you guys this morning. And that word is the word gift. Who here likes gifts? You guys like gifts, like presents? Those are fun. I like them a lot too. Um, But before we do, I want to pray for us. So go ahead and bow your heads. Jesus, thank you so much for this morning. I am so blessed by this time of year because we get to see family, we get to see friends, and we get to share gifts with each other. And Lord, we got to hear gifts today as they sang for us, and I pray that you'd help us just to understand the truest, most pure gift, the best gift ever. So we pray that in your name, Jesus. Amen. All right, so I was, as I was examining this word gift, I found that there was a lot of wonderful significance throughout the Bible. Do you guys have a Bible? Not with you now, but do you guys ha- own one? Maybe a Bible? It's, it's kind of cool. It's a very useful tool. And for those of you, for, for the people sitting behind you, they'll tell you as well, this is a very incredible tool. For those of you who have used this for years of your life, can you say that this is a useful tool? Say amen. 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 It is the most incredible tool that we have. Uh, this one is actually pretty sweet. There in the back of your Bible is a concordance. You guys know what a concordance is? A concordance, essentially, is a list of words. Say you're trying to find a word, like the word gift. Where would you find it? In the back. So sing your ABCs, A, B, C, D, E, F, G. And what does the word gift start with? Letter G. You guys got it. You guys are pros. Excellent. So you look at gift, and you find so many different passages of passages of scripture where the word gift is used in the bible so where is one of them i want to read one to you today the bible mentions the word gift in romans who's heard of that book before romans i like that book a lot it makes me feel like a strong soldier i'm reading the book of romans 
Maybe it feels that way for some of you guys as well. Romans is very cool. And it's a huge theological giant. And I love reading it. It's amazing. But what does it say? In Romans 6, 23, we read something pretty incredible. It says this, For the wages of sin is death. Mm. Yeah. For the wages of sin is death. But, here it is, the free gift, the free gift of God is eternal life through Christ Jesus, our Lord. Do you guys like free gifts? Yeah? Do you guys like gifts you have to pay for? No. (laughs) Some of your parents laughed a little too hard at that. Um, there are gifts that you find that you have to pay for. Typically, it is when you give it to someone else. So we got to ask ourselves, what is a gift? A gift is something that you can give, or it is something that you can receive. Which do you like to do? (laughs) I, for a long time in my life, loved receiving gifts when I was young because I didn't understand what it meant to actually give a gift. And then I found out what it meant. And that was when I saved up my own money in my piggy bank. And I bought my family a couple presents. And it actually made me feel wonderful. So I want to challenge you guys today to try and do that maybe. Bless your family. Because I can tell you right now, they are already so blessed by you guys sharing your gift of voice. So I appreciate that for you guys. And you guys in the back... You guys heap so many gifts on your kids, and I want to challenge you guys to keep doing that. But let's take a look at um, that verse again. Um, I don't know about you guys. A gift is something you can receive and something that you can give. But we read about this gift. I don't know about you guys, but I cannot give eternal life. Can anyone do that here? No. No, they can't. I'm just going to go ahead and answer for you. Um, But let's take a look at that verse again. The wages of sin is death. Anybody know what wages are? Wages. For those of you who don't know yet, sometimes when I was younger, maybe a little bit older, I would clean the bathroom. Some of your parents are like, I wish they would do that. Don't worry, they'll get there. But when I cleaned the bathroom for my parents, they would give me money. Yeah, pretty cool, pretty cool. Guess what I would do with that money? I'd probably spend it on toys and other fun things, lots of fun things. But those were my wages. I worked for something, and my wages were money. All of you, you work, and your wages are typically money. Occasionally, wages are something else. But in this case, if you work for something, if you work for that which we call sin, your wages stink. Your wages are death. So sin is never a boss that you guys want to work for. Yeah. Sin is never someone that you want in your life. But occasionally we find them there. And then we're guilty of this sin. And it's hard. Because what do we do when someone pays us death? We don't want that. I don't want that. But regardless or not, we get it. Regardless 
of who you work for, that second half of that verse still stands true. And what was that second half? The free gift of God is life. What does it say again? For the wages of sin is death, but the free gift of God is eternal life through Jesus. That is incredible. One other thing about a gift is it's presented to you, but you have to open it. You have to be the one to accept it and tear open the paper, per se. Um, How ridiculous would it be for you to accept a gift on Christmas morning and say, this is so cool. I'm going to put it on my shelf and never open it. Would you do that? What? Exactly. No, I gave you a gift. Here you go. It's so amazing inside. And you're like, oh, great. Thank you very much. I'm just going to put it over there and never touch it again. No, no way. That's ridiculous. But here's the thing. We read about God giving us a gift. God giving everyone a gift. And many people have failed to open it. How ridiculous is that? How ridiculous. Oh, yeah, you guys are going crazy here. All right. Now, in our concordance journey, I wanted to take you on um, a couple words that also are, they're similar to that word gift. But we know how to find it now. It's in the back. And we know where to find it in the Bible, which is very helpful. But the next word is the word gifts. Plural. Yeah. And what all of you kiddos want to receive on Christmas. Not just gift, but gifts. Am I right? Okay. I'm just saying. So, hey, kiddos, if you want to receive gifts on Christmas, which is what you want, right? Don't worry, I got you guys. (laughs) You have to be on your very best behavior, right? Okay? Don't worry, I got you parents. So, gifts is the plural version. Is that plural version mentioned in Scripture? Yes, it is. In Romans 11.29, what does it say? For God's gifts and His call can never be withdrawn. What does that mean? That's kind of interesting. Is anyone else ever annoyed when... Someone says they're going to do something, and then they fail to do it. Yeah? Or they do something else. Is that bothersome to some of you guys? Yeah, yeah, I'll do that, and they don't do it. Yeah, yeah, I'll I'll be there. I'll, I'll go ahead and do that. And they fail to do it. God is not one of those people. God says he's going to do something, and he does it. Always which is the significance in why we read God's gifts, God's gifts to you all, and His call can never be withdrawn. Isn't that cool? I love that. Next word on our concordance journey is the word give. Now give, what is that one? It's not a thing. It's not something that you can hand to somebody. It's an action, right? It's kind of cool. An action, not something that you can 
give, but something you can experience in giving to someone else. I believe it was the second grade. Anyone in second grade here? Anyone, a couple of you guys? All right. Second grade was awesome. Best three years of my life. Um, it was, uh, uh, it was uh, at lunchtime. I was sitting at the lunch tables, and I was sitting with my buddy, Trevor. Yeah, sitting with Trevor. And Trevor pulled out of his lunch the biggest piece of beef jerky that I have ever seen. And I was just like, oh, wow, that is so cool. And guess what Trevor did? He held it out to me. He's like, I want you to have this, Jimmy. And I was like, what? Okay, okay, this is good. This is good. Good lunch. I like it. And as I reach to grab it, he pulls it back and he licks it. Oh, I put my hands on my hips and I was just, how could you do that to me? Why did I tell you that story today? Our father, our father in heaven is not like Trevor. (laughs) Yeah, he is not like Trevor. No, he gives good gifts. Say that with me. He gives good gifts. Let's try it one more time. He gives good gifts. Very nice. And I like that, but how do we know? Well, we have to go to 7-Eleven. Matthew 7-Eleven. Matthew 7-Eleven. So, uh, for those of you who enjoy 7-Eleven, Matthew 7-Eleven is a particularly excellent verse. And it says this. So, if you, if you sinful people know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your heavenly Father give good gifts to those who ask Him? To those who ask Him. How many of you have not asked God for gifts? Maybe you have. I feel like a lot of us have asked God for things. But it's amazing to me that in Scripture we are reminded to keep doing that. Don't stop. Don't stop. Keep going. The next word in our concordance car ride is uh, the word given. The word given. They're all very similar, but this word given, this word given, I, I was almost going to skip it, um, but it, this word is contained in one of my favorite verses, and I couldn't help but share it with you this morning, and that's in Isaiah 9.6. This is one of the very first verses that I committed to memory, and I think it's a special one for you guys to maybe try and do as well, and it goes like this. For unto us a son is born. For unto us a son is given. And the government shall be upon his shoulders, and his name shall be called Wonderful, Counselor, Almighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. Can you imagine having any of those things be your name? (laughs) Hi, what's your name? 
Prince of Peace. <laughs> for those of you who uh, were, who, for those of you who raised me, I know that there's actually a couple of you in the audience who knew me when I was a very ch young child, but my name probably could have been closer to Prince of Chaos. That's, that's who I was when I was young. Maybe that's some of you today. I hope it's not. But the thing is, we read about this passage in Isaiah, and it talks about none other than the one who we celebrate today, and that's Jesus, our wonderful counselor, almighty God, everlasting father, and prince of peace. We have a father in heaven, and he's a prince. That's cool. Our last word, and I will close with this on the concordance journey, is giving. Giving. As in, are you giving me your full attention? <laughs> no. <laughs> At least they're honest. <laughs> giving. As in, am I giving you the last bite of my donut? Probably not. Um, how about the angels were really giving it to those Dodgers? Sorry, Jeff. <laughs> not going to happen. Oh, uh, I actually don't know. That is an off. I just, I don't follow the sports. But anyways, um, finally, the, the last analogy in this is, are you, are you a giving person? Are you a giving person? Do you find it hard to give? Is it difficult to give for you? Is it easy? Maybe it's easy for some of you. Most of the times when pastors bring up giving in the church, they're either talking about money or people believe they're talking about money if, even if they are not. So I'm going to leave that up to you guys and your personal interpretation. However, my question still stands. Are you a giving person? Because Jesus was. Jesus was. And as we heard from Brandon, Jesus gave it all. Jesus gave it all. Can you imagine giving it all? What does that mean? That means all of your time is not yours. You're giving it away. All of your money is not yours. You're giving it away. All of the love is not for yourself. You're giving it away. That's what Jesus did, and it blows my mind every time I actually sit and think about that. If we strive to be like Jesus, we got to be good givers. And I'm not saying I'm perfect. In fact, I'm probably one of the worst ones. But I want to challenge each of us. If we are trying to be better people as we go throughout our lives, let's strive to be more like Jesus in our giving, in your money, in your time, in your kindness, in your patience. If you are not a giver. I want to gently ask you in my millennial terms to check yourself. <laughs> the term is check yourself before you wreck yourself. And it's not to say that if you're not a giving person, God's going to wreck you. God's going to get you. That's not what I'm saying. But what I am saying is that at the end of days, when you reach eternity, and you've striven for nothing but your personal appearance, the outlook of 
others on you, your paycheck, the person that's going to be kicking you is you. You're going to be kicking yourself. Because you're going to be so bummed. When you look at the things that truly matter and you do those things, those are the things that you will find actually mean something. How do I know this? In Mark chapter 9, verse 35, Jesus said, whoever wants to be first must take last place. And the ser- and if you want to be first, you must be the servant to everyone else. What the world tells us, what the world tells you, is you've got to be first in this world, and then we'll like you. But why are we striving for the approval of someone that we don't even like? Why are you striving for the approval of people that don't even know you? We do that all the time. And I'm not saying you guys do that. I'm saying I do that. I do that. I strive to please people that I don't even know. And I'm like, "Ah, ah, ah, am I measuring up? Am I good enough for you? And yet, what actually matters is the approval that someone will be in our lives, the approval of someone that will be in our lives for eternity. So I gently ask you, gently ask you, check yourself. Look at yourself. Jesus was giving. Why not try and do the same this Christmas? I was reading a story about a Russian couple that was walking down the street in uh, St. Petersburg when the man felt a drop hit his nose. Well, we'll drop. The man said, oh, I think it's raining. Uh, to which the woman replied, no, I, I think that felt more like snow. The man was like, no, that was just rain. And as these things go, it was turning into an argument as to whether or not it was raining or snowing. Um, But just then, they saw a minor Communist Party official walking towards them in St. Petersburg. Let's not fight about it, the man said. Let's ask uh, Comrade Rudolph whether it's officially raining or snowing. As the official approached, the man said, Tell us, Comrade Rudolph, is it officially raining or snowing? Well... It's raining, of course, he answered and walked on. But the woman insisted, I know that felt like snow. To which the man replied, well, Rudolph the Red knows rain, dear. (laughs) Oh, I couldn't help myself. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. Uh, Okay. To conclude... (laughs) To conclude, that makes sense. That was just a stretch. Communist Party, who are they? Um, You're still laughing. Okay. To conclude, I love to laugh. And honestly, I believe laughter is one of the gifts that God has given us. Though it might come through a corny dad joke every once in a while. Um, laughter is fun. Laughter is what we are to experience with our family. My prayer for you all this Christmas 
is that you laugh, is that you have fun, that you enjoy your time with your family, but most importantly, most, most important, that you understand the reason to be joyful this Christmas, the true reason, and that's Jesus. That's Jesus. It's all about Jesus. And that's who we have to thank for our lives and then the life to come. Let's pray. Lord Jesus, thank you so much for this wonderful day, for this beautiful Christmas season. We are so thankful for the gifts that you give to us because you give good gifts. God, thank you. Thank you for those things. As we go throughout our week, as we go throughout our day, buying presents for those that we love, spending time with loved ones, hurrying from one party to the next, Lord, help us to take some time out of our busy schedule and remember you. Help us just to always be thankful for you and your gifts. Lord, as we sing these final songs, help us just to reflect on how we may work that out this year. There might be some people that don't know you. There might be some people that don't know you in our families. Lord, help us just to communicate the love because that is what you came to communicate to us, ultimate unyielding love. So I pray that in your powerful name, Jesus. Amen. If you guys would like to stand up with us, we're going to worship with this last song.
Storm. 